District play starts this week. Some teams will have their playoff fate decided in the first week. Hello, everybody. Terry Bennett here on the Granny's Bakery 7 4A Division One football show where we talk all things 7 4A Division One. Hence the name 7 4A Division One. And for real, there, there's a playoff game this week. I know that sounds crazy, uh, but you've got Pinkston. 4-0. They're going to be taking on 4-0 Wilmer Hutchins. And if you feel that Salina, Carter, and Panther Creek are the three that are assured to get in, then this is basically an elimination game. You, you, you can't lose this game because, you know, let, let's, let's look at things like this. You know what? First, before we do that, before we do that, let's thank our sponsor. Granny's Bakery. Located in Salina, 401 West Pecan Street. Give them a call, 469-352-8806. You can email them, LLC at gmail.com. You can find them online at grannysweeties.com. Uh, talking to her last week, uh, she wanted me to emphasize the classes that they have, and we've talked about them before, but she really wanted us to, to remind you that they do classes. Now, you can sign up on their website for these classes. Just go to grannysweeties.com. Uh, on that first page, go all the way down, and it's you, you see it says classes, and you just click on that, and it'll tell you what their upcoming classes are. You can also book a private class. Just give them a call, 469-352-8806. Uh, they have a cake decorating with wine coming up uh, in 10 days uh, next Saturday, not this Saturday, coming up, but the next Saturday, September 30th, 5 to 7 p.m. Uh, they've got a bread-making class Saturday, October 7th. Uh, they have buttercream cookie decorating. And all this is perfect. If, if you're about, you know, the holidays are, are headed here. I mean, we're almost into October, folks. And that, you know, that's that ro- roller coaster to the to the seasons uh, of, of the holidays is we're right at the top of the hill and it's about to go down really fast. And you're going to have Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, bang, 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 bang. And then New Year's if you're a big celebrator of that. Uh, and so some of these classes can help you if you're wanting to make bread. I know that's a big thing right now. A lot of people are making their bread. I watch a ton of YouTube, and, and I end up on cooking channels, and you, legitimately making bread is really hot right now. People are doing themselves buttercream cookie decorating, things like that. They'll take care of you at Granny's Bakeries where you will learn from the best. And, and oh, yeah, let's just not forget how awesome – all their their products are man when you go there you've got a cupcake factory uh you've got a grab and grow section where you can order and come pick it up a coffee bar they have breads themselves pastries cakes i mean they have it all so check out granny's bakery and again we thank them for being the title sponsor for the 74a division one show now as i was saying excuse me as i was saying this is gonna be you know this is just an interesting where the first week you have maybe the most pivotal game uh, in the district uh, for a playoff spot. Um, and both of the team, I mean, you're talking about two teams that are undefeated right now. And, and surprisingly, I, I think you could say that it's a surprise that they're both undefeated. Especially Pinkston. You know, which uh, Wilmer Hutchins, it's what they're – fourth year back uh, from from playing, and they kind of came in loaded for bear. In fact, you could make the case, and Matt Stepp and I talked about this before, that since they've come back as a program, they've kind of underwhelmed. 
But this year, man, they are so loaded with Tamaje McMillan at quarterback, Robert Hall at wide receiver, William Stevens at running back. And so, you know, you've got an offense with the Eagles that so far this year, outside of that Northside game, uh, you know, they've scored 33, 33, and then 49. Uh, and then they scored uh, 12 in that win against Northside. They're going up against the Pinkston Viking teams. That is very much a surprise, in my opinion. Last year, they were 6-4, and four, and that was a surprise. I mean, this is a program that over the last few years, uh, they were 0-9, 2-4 in that uh, COVID year, 1-9, and 4-6. And, and, and then last year, 6-4. and four. And so they've already started out 4-0, and the defense has just been outstanding. Two shutouts. Uh, they held Seagoville to 28, they held Wills Point to 22. And again, yes, I know who they've been playing, but when you haven't won consistently for years, a win's a win's a win. Uh, and and so here they are at 4-0, Wilmer Hutchinson at 4-0. And honestly, man, this is a pick em game. I, I don't know how, what to think on this one. I, I, I kind of have a feeling that Wilmer Hutchins is still a little bit more athletic, a little bit deeper. But, man, Pinkston has is, is, is got the hot hand just as – I mean, so is Wilmer Hutchins. When you're both undefeated, you both have the hot hand. I'm going to go with Wilmer Hutchins in this game. I, I think it's just at the end of the day, they're just a better football team. I still think Wilmer Hutchins might can challenge Carter uh, and might can give Panther Creek a decent game. I'm not sure Pinkston can. I love what Pinkston's doing this year, but I'm just – I'm not sure – that they can because, you know, they came into last year the same way. They were 4-0. And then they lost that Wilmer Hutchins game in a great game, 20-14. to And then they were competitive in that Carter game till late, and then after that it just kind of slipped away from them. And it kind of feels like maybe they're going to do the same thing this, this year. But, again, last year it was a six-point game against Wilmer Hutchins. Carter's idle this week. Uh, they finished off their non-district schedule with a heck of a win over Lincoln, 46 to 11. Uh, 46 to 11. Carter was powered by a 26-point second, second quarter. Sound like I said 26th. Caden uh, Landry rushed for almost 200 yards, 197 with four touchdowns. Carter racked up 503 total yards. Here's the weird stat of the week. Uh, Lincoln got four of their points on two PAT blocks and returns. I mean, you don't see one, but to see two in one game, and hey, that's one of those things Carter needs to figure out. You, you can't be doing that when you play Salina or Panther Creek or Wilmer Hutchins or even Pinkston, uh, and, and that could c come back to hurt him. It didn't in this game, but Lincoln is so down. Lincoln's one and three. They only scored one real touchdown on the day. Uh, but for that offense for Carter, man, they they are looking really, really good. You know, 65 against Yates, 20 against Kimball. Sunnyville held them the, the 14, and that that's still just a weird game for me. There's just what whatever it is that that Sunnyville does to uh to Carter, they did it again. Cause last year they uh Sunnyville beat them 42 to 18. Um and then they scored again 46 to Lincoln, uh, 46 to uh, uh against Lincoln. Um, again, they're idle this week. They're on the road next week uh, to play Pinkston, and so you don't know what kind of what what, what game are you going to get from Pinkston? Are, are you going to get a team that's you know just took a huge step uh, in, in securing a playoff spot, or are you going to get a team that now needs to have to pull upsets? Either one's not you know can be trapped. 
for them. Again, it, last year it was 32-7. to seven. Uh, If I remember right, it was pretty close going into that third quarter. Salina will start against uh, start district play against Carrollton Ranchview. Now the Bobcats were in an instant classic uh, last week against Anna. In fact, Grant Goodwin and I sideline to sideline. We talk four A, we talk three A, and we talk two A each and every week right here on L Four Media. We're also on YouTube at L Four Media Company. We broke this game down, and so this is what we call in the biz. A little cross-promotion, a little cross-marketing. I'm going to let y'all hear that, so maybe y'all go, hey, we want to hear a little bit more of that 4A show you're talking about. But here's Grant Goodwin and I this week on Sideline to Sideline breaking down what was an absolute great, thrilling win for Salina. And here's an instant classic uh, that I have not gone back and watched yet, but I'll probably do that uh, tonight or tomorrow. But Salina 42 and a 40 in four overtimes. Yeah, you know, Anna jumped out 23 to 9. It looked like they were going to just kind of wax. Yeah. It, yeah. Especially against the Salina team that, you know, the, the, they pass, but they're, they're, their hay is running. And, and so you, you just, you're looking at half and you're thinking, oh, I just don't know if Salina can get back into it. They got 14 points in the third, seven in the fourth. Both of them got seven in the fourth. And then they went to overtime. Now, I picked Salina in this game. And I specifically said, though, they can't. And I get, thought you were crazy. Well, you. For other reasons, but add that <laughs> on there. Uh, but I said it couldn't be a shootout. Now I know again, forty-two to forty, but this game was thirty-two to thirty or thirty-thirty at half. I mean, mm-hmm. at the end of the game, again in today's football, that's not really a shootout. No, not anymore. Um, but Salina in that second half, they ended up rushing for over two hundred yards in the second half alone. Uh, and on the night, uh, Logan Gutierrez ran for 131 yards on 19 carries. Harrison Wilson, Williams, 21 attempts, 97 carries. And I think that's the difference with Salina this year is it seems like for the last few years they've always had a back. Mm-hmm. And they had other backs, but it was there was a hierarchy. And Salina's always been best when they've got multiple backs. And with Wilson, Williams and Gutierrez, one's a junior, one's a sophomore, Knox Porter, you're just asking him not to make too many mistakes. He was 9 of 22, 119 yards, but he did have a touchdown. And more importantly, again, no mistakes. And that's what ended up costing Anna. Uh, Zeandre Williams threw for 330 yards, but he also had a key interception. And what a win that was. Big win for Salina. You know, I felt like I was like the only person picking Salina. and I could see why, I, you know, they were the underdog going into this game. But let's let's remember, I know Anna won both games last year against Salina, but but let's remember, one was twenty eight to twenty five, and one was twenty seven to twenty four. And we're, both games, we're talking one possession completely changes everything. And, and I just felt that the one thing that Salina could do against Anna uh, was run the ball, and they were able to run the ball against them, and, and that's where they made hay. Now, you, you have to kind of peel back the stats, though, and realize that Anna almost had 500 total yards of offense. Salina only had 300, only had 349. Uh, but Salina did have 230 yards rushing. Logan Gutierrez had 131. Harrison Williams had 97. Gutierrez had a, two touchdowns. Harrison Williams had one. Uh, but but if they're going to play again, and there's a good chance I think they will play each other again in the playoffs, uh, Salina they're going to have to they're going to have to figure out how to slow down Anna a little bit more. And, and you can't say, well, they all you got to do is score more points. Yes, you do. But the point total of forty in overtime, thirty in regulation, doesn't match up to the four hundred ninety three yards of total offense. 
And, and so it, it, you just have to be careful if you're Salina. You're going to have to figure out if you play them again, you, you're going to have to figure out to get a couple more stops uh, and, and, and figure out how to slow down a very high-octane offense a little bit more. Or I, I just don't know if you can get away with – Another 42 to 40, two-point type win when you get outgained by almost 150 yards. But they'll start district play up this week against Carrollton Ranchview. Uh, the Wolves are one in three. Uh, they got beat by Wichita Falls Hershey 60 to 18. Coach Richard Leonard there, brand new coach, uh, was the OC over at Byron Nelson. I mean, it feels like you say this about uh, this program uh, but restarting, you know, a few years ago, they were actually pretty salty, man. They were 9-2, and two, like in 2019. Uh, in fact, Salina beat them in the playoffs, first week of the playoffs. I totally forgot it was Salina that beat them. Uh, but, man, since then, it's just been a schlog, 0-7, 0-8, 2-7, and, and, and 9-2-8. So, yeah, Salina's going to be able to name their score in this one. Uh, you want to stay healthy uh, and get to week two of the, the district play. You know, for Salina, they don't really – you know, their first two should be pretty pretty good walkovers. Carrollton Ranchview in North Dallas, then you've got Hutchins, then you've got Carter, and then you end the season with uh, Frisco Panther Creek. And let's talk about the Panthers. 3 and 0 on the year. They beat Aubrey last 3 and 1 on the year. They beat Aubrey last week 31 to 7. As they had 423 total yards, 361 through the air. Braxton Robbins, Roberts was 22 of 29. Jeez, 75%, a little bit over 75%, actually. Four touchdowns. Uh, on the ground, you know, they didn't run for a ton, but, I mean, Seth Jackson uh, averaged eight yards a carry. He had 67 yards. Christian Trickett, maybe the best wide receiver in 4A in the DFW area. He had 181 yards and four touchdowns on seven receptions. Just, that's just absolutely crazy. On the season, uh, Braxton Roberts is thrown for 1,300 yards, 13 touchdowns, and three interceptions. Trickett has 26 carries, or 26 uh, catches, 581 yards. He's averaging over 22 yards a clip. Oh, and he has 10 touchdowns as well. Panther Creek can score with people. That's not going to be the issue for them. It's going to be how do they play defensively against the Salinas. To compare, I don't know if you really can compare, uh, but last year they lost to Aubrey 68 to nothing. Now, Aubrey is not, this year's Aubrey team is not as good as last year. But just for comparison, this year Panther Creek won 31-7. to But last year they also gave up 53 to Salina and then 62 to Anna in the playoffs. And so, again, for for, uh, the Panthers, if if they've got their defense just a little better, they don't even have to be great, just a little better, make some stops, then this Panther Creek team, I I legitimately think could still challenge Salina for the district championship. I still think it's Salina, Panther Creek, and Carter, one, two, and three. Uh, I think Salina's a little bit over them, too. I think Panther uh, Creek's a little bit over Carter. And then I think Carter's a little bit over Wilmer Hutchins. Um, it's going to be a fun district, though, and I'm glad that we're, we're having this show. And, again, Matt Diggs will be back next week. Uh, he ended up going to New York for some stuff this week. To He likes to travel the world. Uh, and I think he went up there to watch a little AEW wrestling, so we weren't able to get him this week. But we will have him next week. And we do appreciate everybody that listens to this show. Uh, we thank our sponsor, Granny's Bakery, again, located in Salina at 401 West Pecan Street. If you go in there, 
tell them that you heard about them on our show. We really do appreciate that. If you have any questions, thoughts, or comments, just email me, Terry, at S2Ssport.com, about 7-4A Division One or about 4A in general. Uh, and by the way, again, remember you can hear Grant Goodwin and I talk each and every week about 4A, sideline to sideline. We also talk 3A and 2A. You can find those audio, S2Sgrantandterry.com, on YouTube at L4 Media Company. And until next week. This has been the Granny's Bakery 7-4A Division I show right here on S2S Sports, part of L4 Media.